Hello, friends. It's Father Brian Sullivan. I have something different for you for this podcast instead of a normal gospel reading and a sermon by me. I'm currently away. I just finished a retreat here in the Deep South uh, in Tallahassee, Florida. It was a powerful retreat, which just concluded last Friday. And now find myself in the Diocese of Savannah, Georgia, just on a quick little tour of Georgia, visiting a priest friend of mine from seminary. And I didn't want to leave you hanging just because I was away, because we just finished the baptism of the Lord this last Sunday, which was a powerful, powerful conclusion to the Christmas season, which now marks the launching of us celebrating ordinary time. So you start seeing the Christmas decorations going away and the vestments now turn to green. And I didn't want to leave you hanging because the baptism of the Lord is utterly pivotal. As you hear in the gospel reading, Christ is revealed to us as the beloved son of God as he's baptized in the Jordan River. His identity, his revelation of who he is, reveals to us now who are baptized as well into Christ Jesus, our true identities as sons and daughters of God. God now reveals to us who we are, what we're made for, and what we're all aiming for to return back to the Father. And I didn't want to leave you hanging because this is such a pivotal, pivotal moment in our Christian walk with the Lord. So I hope you enjoy. So again, this homily was given at St. Joseph Catholic Church in Darien, Georgia, which is not too far from Savannah. I'll be proclaiming the gospel reading, but Father Pablo Migone will be your homilist. So I hope you enjoy. Please keep me in your prayers as you are always in mine. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The people were filled with expectation and all were asking in their hearts whether John might be the Christ. John answered them all, saying, I am baptizing you with water, but one mightier than I is coming. I am not worthy to loosen the thongs of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. After all, the people had been baptized, and Jesus also had been baptized and was praying. Heaven was opened, and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven. You are my beloved son. With you I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus Christ. Not long before Christmas, I heard from a friend of mine from college, and he told me that he was about to embark on a pilgrimage to Spain to do the Camino of Santiago. Maybe some of you are familiar with it. It's a very old, old path uh, from, that connects all of Europe to the northwest corner of Spain to the city of Santiago of Compostela, 
where the Apostle James is buried. And throughout the centuries, scores, thousands, thousands, tens of thousands, millions of men and women have made this pilgrimage. And my friend has embarked on this pilgrimage as a journey to better understand himself and to find better direction in his life. Also, a few years ago, I read a book that some of you may have heard or read called The Alchemist. It's a book by a Brazilian author, uh, Paulo Coelho. His books, some of them are good, like The Alchemist. Other books are a little bit strange. But what I found very fascinating in the book The Alchemist is that it's about a young man called Santiago who lives in Spain. And Santiago embarks on a journey a journey to find the alchemist, the fabled man who had figured out how to make gold. And in his journey, he leaves his hometown, he leaves his work as a shepherd, and his journey takes him all the way to Egypt, where he meets the alchemist, where the alchemist just turns him right back around to go back to where he started from, to go back to the fields with the sheep in Spain, And by the end of the book, this young man, Santiago, realizes that the true treasure in life and to follow his dreams, he has to realize that within himself, within his heart, is where he will find the answer. Because it is within his heart, as a child of God, that God dwells within him. I mentioned these two examples of two men going on a journey to find their true identity. Because in today's gospel, in today's feast, God the Father reveals to us the identity of Jesus Christ. And there is absolute clarity on who he is. We live in a world today, and perhaps there's been um, presence of this throughout the centuries, but I find that today many, many people, especially young people, are out in search of who they are. In comparison of when I was a teenager to when I worked with teenagers or even right before teenage years, 10, 11, 12-year-olds, they're asking some questions that I never asked at that age in terms of who am I, what is the purpose of everything, Where are we going? They're asking some very difficult questions that perhaps before they were not asked at such a young age. And I find that young people today are looking for an identity. And also today, especially young people, but think all of us, regardless of age, are being bombarded by so much information, oftentimes contradictory, about who we are as human beings, What is our purpose? What is the purpose of our life? What is this all about? I think it's really a tragedy that many times young people, when they ask these questions and are bombarded by so much information from all different kinds of sources, that they end up really feeling so much angst that they're not quite sure of what to do. Every time that I gather with young people, For the first time, maybe for a retreat, for a gathering, so I was again invited as vocation director to to give talks or, or do a retreat for the confirmation class. I oftentimes give the young people a short questionnaire that I came up with. 
And time after time, this questionnaire shows that our young people are extremely depressed, extremely sad, and disconnected. They feel very disconnected because they're not quite sure of who they are. They become that way, I believe, because of a lack of identity. They're not quite sure who they are. And if you don't know who you are, you don't know where you belong. You don't know to whom you belong. And you don't know what direction your life needs to go in. The good news of today's feast day, which is the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, is that we don't really have to go searching for our own identity. Because we as the baptized have an identity that is given to us. Whenever each one of us was baptized, just as we heard in today's gospel, God the Father looked down upon us and he said, You are my beloved son. You are my beloved daughter in whom I am well pleased. Our task, our journey as Catholics, it's not to figure out what our identity is, but rather our task is to embrace the identity that we have been given. A very high and noble identity because we are sons and daughters of God. We belong to him. He is the one that loves us. He is the one that is with us. He is the one that walks with us. And he is the one to whom our whole life, our whole life journey is directed toward. Our identity as sons and daughters of God does not depend on what we accomplish, on what we do in life. It doesn't vary or change if we are very successful or if we have several failures along the way. Because our identity as children of God does not matter on our, um, or is not informed by our accomplishments, but rather it is given. All of you who have children who remember holding your little baby, you know, in your arms, didn't matter what your little baby looked like or what your little baby did or didn't do. You were just in love with that little baby. It's the same when God looks at us. He loves us because we are his sons and daughters. Certainly, sometimes we make decisions in life that distance us from God. But God doesn't give up on us. He continues to call us to himself because we belong to him. And when God pronounces us as sons and daughters, God remains faithful. And he never goes back on his word. Each one of us has been baptized in Christ. And each one of us has become adopted children of God. Many of the church fathers would say that uh, in the early church that we have become by adoption what God, what Jesus Christ is by nature. We have become by adoption what Jesus is by nature. What does that mean? It means that Jesus is the son of God. Naturally, he is the son of God. But through our baptism, by uniting ourselves to Christ in baptism, Jesus shares that sonship with us. So we become adopted children of God, heirs to the kingdom as Jesus Christ is. All of us can inherit eternal life because we are beloved children of God. The source of our identity cannot be taken away. 
Our identity is intrinsically tied to the identity of Jesus Christ as the Son of God. And it is Jesus who gives it to us freely. We don't merit it. He gives it to us. We become children of God by God's grace. And once we belong to God, we always remain in Him and we always remain His. So on this feast day, we ask the Lord to help us, first of all, to embrace that identity as beloved sons and daughters of God. And that in that identity, we may be able to find comfort, that we may be able to feel loved as children of God. And also we pray for all those people, especially young people, that are struggling, that are searching, that are looking to find out who they are, and that they may find in God the Father, a loving Father, perhaps a loving Father that they never had, that they never experienced in their own lives, and that they may understand and know that they are loved, that they're wanted as children of God. And may all of us as God's children truly seek God together, and may He give us that rest, that peace, in knowing that we are his beloved children. Amen.